This week will be a very interesting week. This week, we're going to do some things here on GM3X we've never done before. This week, there's going to be some conversations that might make you a little uncomfortable. As a matter of fact, this week here on GM3X, the intention is for you to be uncomfortable. That's the intention. Why is that the intention? Well, rarely do you find gold on the paths well-traveled. So what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to take you on a path not so well-traveled. I'm going to take you on a journey you might be very uncomfortable with. And that's where we're going to find the gold. That's the plan. That's what we're doing. Let's kick it off. Super excited to be here with you today. Let's go. Uh-oh. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Monday. That's right. Today is Monday, August 15th, 2022. And what's crack? I can't even, I can't even just spit that out. Can you, it's August 15th, 2022. Can you believe that? I mean, golly, we're eight months into 2022. It's been two and a half years. Since that shall, that shall without be named or whatever it is. <laughs> that big thing happened a couple of years ago. Been two and a half years. Unbelievable. August 15th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be Monday, August 15th, 2022. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most. And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Listen, I am coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky, not a place that I ever imagined I'd end up spending my life, but my goodness, do I love it here. It is a little diamond in, a ru- in the rough. It is a area where the cost of living is fairly low. Wages are pretty high and the people are just absolutely kind, right? They're very kind, very fantastic humans. So I'm coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky. And my hope is that you are coming off of an incredible weekend. I hope you had an amazing weekend, one of those fantastic weekends, one of those weekends where you created lifelong memories, right? I hope you had an amazing weekend. Now, I know, I don't know if you did or not, but I do know that my family, we had a pretty amazing weekend. We went and did something that we've never done before. Uh, This was a brand new experience for us. Thanks, shout out to Leslie Lundy (laughs) for allowing us to do this, right? For us to be able to actually get out of the house. But my family and I, we went to the lake. We went to Norris Lake in uh, Tennessee. And my goodness, it was spectacular. The weather was absolutely perfect, right? Absolutely perfect weather. Uh, My buddy, Jimmy, he allowed us to use his lake house. 
his jet skis, his boat, all of those things, right? So we did the jet ski thing, which was amazing. Uh, he had a nice like pontoon boat that we got to float around on. That was incredible. The kids got to tie to the back of the boat and float around on the uh, on the tubes and all of those things. We had paddle boats that they got to have a, a blast on. There was a, a water trampoline that they were able to jump up and down on all day long. And then one of those lily pad things that like floats on the water that is not necessarily designed for a six foot tall, 200 pound man. Just saying the kids had a blast on it though. <laughs> I'd sit on it and it was like, I was sitting down in the middle of a taco salad. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole thing would just kind of fold up around me. I'm a little heavier than I used to be. Right. But we found that our family really thoroughly enjoyed being out on the lake. It was awesome, man. I mean, it was a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. You know, my wife made like 15 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, put them back in the bag so it looked like a loaf of bread, but it was really a, a whole loaf of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> right? So that we had snacks while we were out on the boat. And there was a lot of things that we needed to carry, a lot of prep that we had to do. And then, of course, always watchful eyes to make sure because we have seven we had seven children under the age of 12 years old out there with us, right? And so it was a lot of work. It was uncomfortable territory. It was not a place we'd ever been before. It was not a place we'd ever been before. But my goodness, did we create some incredible lifelong memories. Now, also, while we were out there uh, on Friday morning, I believe it was, on Friday morning, I decided to go out for a run and I initially ran kind of along the side of the lake. There's a bunch of houses there, but I, it, this area is like ridiculously hilly, right? Like, I mean, straight up hills, straight down hills, long up hills, long down hills. All the houses are built on these stilts, like these huge platforms with all these stairways that go down to the water, right? So I decided to go on a run. And as I ran, I kind of ran along the lake and I ran into a dead end. And then I came up this steep hill and then it was down another steep hill. And then it was around the way. And I was like, you know what? I'm not really enjoying this run. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be honest. I thought it'd be nice. I'd be along the water. Now I'm in the neighborhood. I'm going up and down these steep hills. It's hard to run down on my knees. It's hard to run up on my body, right? Like it was like, it wasn't enjoyable. And I personally like to enjoy as I grow and as I develop. So I found it not enjoyable. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to look up and see if there's a running trail anywhere around here. And I'm just going to drive over to a running trail. So I looked it up and I found something called devil's something. I forget the name of the trail. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check that out. And so I drove over and I pull like it's guy. It takes me into this, the back of this national park. I drive up, I'm in the van, right? I'm in the big Mercedes uh, Sprinter van. So everybody can see that Glenn Lundy is going back up into the woods, just so y'all know. So I'm in the Mercedes Sprinter van. I'm back in the backwoods, going behind some kind of shady places. And I go up this trail and I park out there and I'm the only one out there, right? Which is a little bit scary. It's a little bit early in the morning. We're down in a little bit of cavern. It's a little bit dark, right? It's a little bit dark. I'm like, okay, all right, we're going to do this. And so I go and I start to run down this trail and it's rocky and it's right along the water, right? It's right along a creek or something that's flowing 
through there. And as soon as I get, you know, a quarter mile into the run, I see this waterfall up ahead. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, right? And I'm still a little sketched out because I'm looking around and it's a little scary, right? I'm thinking there could be a bear around every, any corner or there could be people out here. I sent a screenshot of where I was located to my wife. <laughs> I was like, honey, just in case, this is where your boy is at, right? <laughs> so it was a little scary. And I'm running through there, but it's absolutely beautiful. And then there's kind of the spiders in the trees and it's thick and I'm having, and it changes. It changed from a run into a hike. I didn't know this was going to happen, right? So it changes from a run to a hike because you, you, I mean, you can't run. It starts to go up steep and there's these little tiny lanes that are right next to the creek, but it's beautiful. I've got all these videos I wanted to show you guys this morning, but it won't let me do it anymore. So you'll have to go check out my TikTok. I think I put together a, a reel of all the, the waterfalls in there. But I mean, it's waterfalls, it's beautiful, and I'm climbing up, and it turns into this hike, right? And then there's this bridge that I have to go across, and the whole time, I'm a little sketch, right? I'm, I'm like making sure there ain't no mountain lions, no bobcats, I don't know this area, there could be, I don't know what's going on out there, Blair Witch style stuff, right? There's all kinds of stuff going through my brain, but I'm just chugging along. I'm jogging when I can, I'm running when I can, I'm climbing when I can. And at some point, it kind of shifts to where I took a wrong turn, then I took another wrong turn, and then I didn't really know where I was, and then I backed up a little bit, and then I started to climb kind of up the side of the hill, and next thing you know, I was way up, and I was way tired. I'd already been out there for like an hour. I was exhausted, and I'm halfway up the side of a mountain, and I'm like, I've got to get to the top, and so I keep climbing, and I get all the way up to the summit of this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And I mean, it was so high that the pressure in my ears changed like I was on an airplane, right? And when I got up to the summit, when I got up to the very top, there was a, a flag someone had taken and, I mean, screwed into this big rock. They'd screwed in a flag up there at the top, an American flag. And so I went out and sat on this rock over the ledge looking down, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of feet below me. And as I sat there, I was incredibly uncomfortable. Like I can do helicopters, I can do planes, I can do heights, I can do all of these things. And it was completely irrational. Like there was plenty of room for my feet, plenty of room for me to sit, plenty of room for all of that. I'm covered in sweat from the hike. I feel stinking good, right? But I was like terrified to sit on this ledge looking down. My body, I could just feel how uncomfortable I was, right? Like I like to the point where I almost started to feel like a little faint or a little dizzy. And I was like, bro, you got to get off this rock. <laughs> you're going to faint. You're going to pass out. You're going to roll off the rock. You're going to fall a couple hundred feet. They ain't going to find your body. This is going to be how it ends, right? Like I had to get off the rock, but for a moment I sat there for a good two or three minutes, right? I just sat there in my fear. I sat there incredibly uncomfortable. I sat there and thought back through the scary experience that I had just traveled through. I sat back and thought about, with gratitude, how grateful I am that my body functions to be able to reach this summit, to be able to be in this spot that very few people 
have seen. Very few people have experienced. It was a path rarely traveled. And at the top, I found the gold. You see, while I was on this run slash hike, I saw things I've never seen before. And I experienced feelings I rarely feel. And to be honest with you, I felt incredibly alive. There's nothing that will bring the life out of you than facing death, more than facing death. When is the last time that you went out and got lost on a trail? Happy birthday, Vicky. When is the last time that you pushed through in the face of fear? Like, when is the last time you really stepped out of your comfort zone? You know, really stepped out of your comfort zone and felt that overwhelmingly satisfying feeling of knowing that you did it. When is the last time that happened for you? You see, friends, there is so much to be gained in the most uncomfortable of circumstances. And that is why this week, we are going to talk about something that will make many of you incredibly uncomfortable. But if you stick with me this week, what you learn and apply in your life just might surprise you. Before we go too far, though, you know what we got to do on this show today. Music doesn't kick in as loud as I want it to. But we got to do some dancing. There we go. There we go. There we go. Come on. Come on. Let's get moving. Let's go. It's Monday morning. For those of you that know and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way you start your day it'll make a massive impact on this planet and sometimes all it takes to change the way you start your day is or for someone to for, <laughs> yeah share it out that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> listen if you're on a run this morning run a little harder if you're lifting some weights pick up some extra weight if you're over on clubhouse share this sucker out Hit the square at the bottom of the screen. If you're on Facebook, you know what to do. Instagram, what's up? Give me a fist bump. Let's do something over there. LinkedIn, I'm so glad you're here with us today. I've been trying to get the LinkedIn stuff working for months. I think we got it. Let's go, let's go. I'm glad you're here. And those of you on YouTube, drop a comment. Let me know that you're here. And I don't care if you're live, replay, what's up? Let's connect. This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you, Jeremy Nolan, my man. I also want to say, I want you to say good morning to me. Live, replay, what's up? Say what's up. If you're over on Clubhouse, drop it in the comments. Shoot me a good morning over there. Facebook, you know what to do. Instagram, you know what to do. YouTube, 
LinkedIn, all y'all. What's up, Melvin Rodriguez? How you doing, Miranda Deal? I'm glad you're here. Leisha Watts is in the building. My boy David Hill is up in here. What's up, Babs? How you doing, Mac? What's up, Frank and Jude and Anthony? I see Allison's in the building. I also see Ray Hatcher and Rick Tamburino up in here today. Stephanie Toadvine is in the building. Nathaniel Banks, Gloria Bond, Mike Strong. My boy Scott Simon is up in here. Liza Myers Borges is in the building. What's up, Liza? Great to see you. Kimberly King, I'm glad you're here. Amy Myers, Annette with the CBC is in the building. Mrs. Bryant is here today. Clarissa, Ayana, and Cass. I see Malcolm. What's up, Malcolm? How you doing, Luis? Uh, and, uh, oh, Anna Lee. Anna Lee. Anna Lee. I'm glad you're here. What's up, Tony Thornstad? Rick Tamborino. The great Vicky Everett. Apparently, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Vicky. Happy birthday, Vicky. Renee Nor, the queen, is in the building. Let's go. Weena Freeman. I'm so glad you're here. Jeff Moffat, Robin Wilsons, Clay Morris, Russell, and Levi are in the building. Christina, what's up, Randy? Welcome to Clubhouse. How you doing, Muhammad? Welcome to Clubhouse. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for choosing the Breakfast with Champions room. I see Precious is new to Clubhouse as well. She's joined us today. What's up, Diane? How you doing, Luis? How you doing, Wes? All y'all up in here. Kim Fair's in the building. Valerie Christine. Soul Salcido. I see Rocket Employment. Language Your Way. Fist bump. Let's get uncomfortable. Boom. Let's do it. That's what's up. Hey, thank you all for being here with me today. GM3X, your daily morning show, bringing you motivation, education, inspiration. I got to tell you, this show would not exist if it was not for the 800% Elite Automotive Club that has been able to support us and keep us rocking and rolling. Buy all this fancy equipment got in here. Hook it up to where me and Mac Tight Radio can spend our mornings together. So listen, if you're in the automotive space, if you're the owner or general manager of a car dealership, you need to reach out. We've created an amazing space with a network of dealers all across North America, lifting each other, encouraging each other, sharing best practices with each other. As a matter of fact, that's how I was able to go to the lake. As What's up, Justin Conacow? That's how I was able to go to the lake because I was hanging out with my boy, Jimmy Bradford. He allowed me to use his beautiful lake house down there. He's got an incredible dealership in La Follette, La Follette. Tennessee population 6,700. They're selling about 170 cars a month right now and continuing to grow. Amazing dealership. So listen, if you're in that automotive space, connect with me. I'll connect with you. Let's make each other better. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We got a lot on the plate for today. So let's kick it off with Jessica and Alex and some good news. And then we're going to dive into an uncomfortable conversation. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. You look a little sad. I just was thinking about sudden Tamaris walked down the aisle, she noticed that they had a stray guest arrive. And guess what it was? Or who it was? A stray dog. It was a stray dog. It was a blonde, looked like a golden retriever uh, or a lab. And it actually laid at the end of the aisle by the door and watched their whole ceremony. Oh. They didn't make the dog leave. They let it stay. They let it watch. And as the couple were leaving, 
the dog sitting there waiting for them. So they decided to adopt him and they named it Brea Carmelo, last name's Robert. Oh, I love that. Let me see if I can get on their wedding registry and send them a gift. We should, we should send them a new leash or a collar and some dog treats. You think they registered on Amazon? I bet they did. Okay, let me see. Last name's Robert. <laughs> and then Amazing. you can play the video, it's 17 seconds. Oh, this will be the background music. What would you have done if when you and Steven got married, there was a dog at the end of the aisle? Because you got married outside, didn't I you? I would have stopped before I walked down the aisle, probably. Like that? You wouldn't have made it I down the aisle. Go yeah, I would have, yeah, I would have paused. But would you have adopted him? Heck yeah. Yeah. I'll take any dog ever. Yeah. All mine yeah. are adopted, so I get it. Yeah, I want them all. Well Every single one. That's all we have for today, so hope you have a great day. Bye! Right, so check it out. I opened up my morning five planner today as I do every day, right? Opened up my morning five planner and at the top of the planner, there was a quote. That quote was submitted by Dakota. Dakota is an actual member, an actual member of our tribe, the Rise and Grind tribe, right? The Breakfast with Champions tribe, the GM3X tribe, right? She's a, a member and she submitted her quote. Her favorite quote was this. It said, fear or faith, you choose. Simple as that. Fear or faith, you choose. Now, see, I don't know about you, but I'm always fascinated by this idea, this concept, this ability that we have in life to choose. Like we get to choose our jobs, right? We get to choose what type of work that we want to do. We get to choose our spouses. We get to choose our, our boyfriends, our girlfriends, whoever it is that we want to do life with. We get to choose where we want to live, what area of the world or the United States or all around, whatever it is. We want to live in the mountains. You want to live in the desert. You want to live in the snow. You want to live in the heat. Like we get to choose, right? We get to choose where we live. We get to choose what time we wake up every day. I choose to wake up at 3.20 a.m. on the weekdays and get an extra sleep cycle in on the weekends. We get to choose what food we eat, right? Whether we're going to eat good food or bad food, an apple or a Pop-Tart, we get to choose what shows we watch on TV, what media we tap into. We get to choose to be a part of GM3X every single morning, Monday through Friday, 5.30 a.m., right? We get to choose all of it. All of our lives, it comes down to choice. Fear or faith, you choose. You know, when I was in my 20s, I chose, I made a choice. I chose to believe deeply in Darwin's theory of evolution. It was like the guiding principles and core values of my life. 
And I also chose at that point, I chose to believe that the Bible was a bunch of BS and that everyone that believed in it was an idiot. That was my choice. No one else forced that on me. No one else forced me to believe that. No one else told me to believe that. Based on the data that I had, the information that I had, that was my choice. Survival of the fittest, Darwin's theory of evolution, the Bible is BS, and those that believe in it are a bunch of idiots. That was my choice. And that choice That core value belief system that I had, that choice led me in and out of jail 17 times. That choice led me to ultimately end up homeless on the streets of San Diego, California. The beaches, I should say, but same thing. It led me to a deep depression and it led me to thoughts of taking my own life. And it also led me to me attempting to take my own life. That choice, that core value, that belief system, the Bible is BS. Believers are idiots. Survival of the fittest theory of evolution, right? That was my choice. Now, the day after I attempted to take my own life, the very next day, a woman came up to me on the beach in San Diego, California, and she had a book in her hand. She had a book in her hand called Dianetics. In this book, Dianetics said the modern science of mental health. I was like, what's up? I need to know what this is. So she hands me this book, Dianetics. She asked me if I read it. I said, no. She starts asking me questions about my life. I'm like, okay, this is the first person to talk to me. And I don't know how long. This is the first person, here I am homeless, this is the first person that actually sees me. Everyone else, I was like invisible to the rest of the world. So she starts talking to me about this thing called Dianetics, and she says, why don't you come with me? There's a church right down the street that teaches about this. Why don't you come with me and you can learn more about it? I said, you know what, that sounds great. I ain't got nowhere else to go. So I jump in the car with a random stranger and we go down the street and we go to a place called the Orange County Church of Scientology. And when we get there, she sits me in this room and we watch this movie on the Scientology Network that teaches and shows and whatever about the missions and the belief systems of Scientology. So then after I got done watching the movie, she gave me an IQ test. And after I took the IQ test, I scored very, very high in my IQ. I always have. So I scored super high in the IQ test. After scoring super high on the IQ test, they they offered me a job. They said, you know what? Based on your IQ and your sales experience, we would love to have you on staff. We can pay you X dollars based on how the church performs. And as a matter of fact, we also have a member of the church who will give you a warm place to live, a place to shower, 
who will feed you and make sure you're taken care of. So I go from wanting, not wanting, attempting to take my own life, homeless on the beaches of San Diego. The next day, I'm placed into a home. I've got food, shower, a job where I make money. And I'm now a part of this organization at the Orange County Church of Scientology. And it was really a different experience. It was really different. Like there was all these movies that we would watch and this whole network and things that we would learn about this thing called Scientology, right? And everybody, it was weird because everybody smoked cigarettes, right? <laughs> it was weird. Like in normal churches I'd gone to in the past, then nobody smoked cigarettes. You don't even smoke a cigarette in the parking lot at a Christian church. But everybody smokes cigarettes. It's like this. But once you get behind the walls of the church, it's this big campus. There's a big courtyard inside. And inside that big courtyard, there'd be people sitting around that were reading. There were people in classes that were studying. Everybody was so pleasant. Everybody was so kind. It was crazy, right? And so I started taking these courses. I started taking all these classes. And because I was on staff, I started, I, I was able to start attending all these live, like huge, massive events. There'd be thousands and thousands of people and everybody was dressed to the nines, right? Everybody was in suits and these big dresses and these five-star events, right? Imagine, it was crazy. And they had all these courses, right? Courses on self-confidence, courses on relationship, courses on uh, marriage, courses on parenting, courses on your mindset, courses on uh, uh, how to get a job, how to apply, how to uh, get promoted, all these different courses, right? And so I'm taking these courses, I'm going to these large upscale events, right? And I'm hanging out with even all these people, including a whole bunch of cute girls, right? There's cute girls on top of it. All there was cute girls. And so I bought in. I was bought in. From homeless in and out of jail to this place, I felt like I belonged. And as I settled into this idea that I'd finally found a place that I belonged, they introduced me to this idea of a thetan. A thetan is spelled T-H-E-T-A-N. And what they teach at the Church of Scientology is that we have a body, we have a mind, and we have a thetan. Very similar to the idea of mind, body, and soul that is taught in Christian and many other religions. So when they said, wait, I was like, when they introduced me to this idea of a thetan, I'm like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm confused here. Even Scientology says that we are spiritual beings? How can it be? I'm the Darwin guy. I'm the survival of the fittest guy. I'm the idiot if you believe that you are more than sticks and stones and meat and bones. Now even Scientology says we're spiritual. So here's the truth. I found my path to God through Jesus. 
I found Jesus through reading the Bible. I read the Bible because Scientology taught me to do so. This week, I will teach you all that I learned over the course of seven months living and working for the Orange County Church of Scientology. My hope that this is an incredibly uncomfortable journey for you. Because I know if it is, together we will grow. Listen, folks, this is going to be a fun week. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And I'm so glad we get to spend it together. You, me, children of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything, right? And that God made you and I to be the best versions of ourselves that we could possibly be. We can only achieve that. This is running a little loud now. Hold on. We can only achieve that by having conversations. Conversations with people that don't look like us, walk like us, talk like us, don't believe like us, don't agree like us. That's how we grow. And that's what we're going to do this week. Listen, we're going to talk about this a little bit more over on Clubhouse this morning. If you want to join us over there, you're welcome to do so. Right? You can hop on over to Clubhouse. We'll have a discussion about what we talked about today. Uh, Otherwise, if I don't see you over on Clubhouse or if you're watching this on replay throughout the day, just drop me a comment. Say what's up. Come back here again tomorrow morning, 530 a.m. We'll do it all over again. Because listen, friend, I love you so stinking much. If nobody's told you that yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stinking love you. And I'm excited to go on this journey with you in this amazing thing called life. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right. Have a great day. I'll see you. Yo. Goodbye.